Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of It's a Definite Maybe, a podcast for those of you who are just trying to figure it all out with your favorite co-hosts as always, Stella and Rosie. On today's episode, we're talking about when your partner's parents don't like you or when your parents don't like your partner. We'll chat about our experience when a partner's parents haven't liked us and who's been to blame, as well as how you can tackle this situation if you're in it. So like many episodes and topic ideas, that's not even where to start. Topics <laughs> or ideas come from my extensive viewing of TikToks and Yay. today's episode is no different. I I seem to be in the rabbit hole at the moment of TV show snippet TikToks and in particular mm-hmm. for some reason Friends and Modern Family. Oh, such and good shows. An episode. Oh, so good. Classic. I'm kind of, I'm still sad that both of them have modern family ended. They I think do. it ended. Yeah, it has. Yeah, they had their Obviously final season recently. Ended. So sad. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this story? Oh yeah, <laughs> saw a scene. Uh, I think it was one of the earlier seasons, and it was one of the main characters, Haley, who's one of the eldest daughters. She's sort of a mm-hmm. rebellious late teens and she is kind of known for being a little bit hoey. Gets around, is really attractive, and kind of pulls in the boys and. Her siblings are really, really successful. Not that her- there's anything wrong with being nothing a wrong bit with that. You do no, you. No, that's boo. okay. You do you. But it's kind of like her character, the joke that she sort of pulls in these guys that aren't necessarily mm. that great. And her siblings are really smart and her parents are always want the best of her in the show. But they they never seem to love her boyfriends and one in particular who I think comes back quite a little bit or is sort of a semi-regular character Dylan Mm. her first boyfriend in the show Mm. and there are so many episodes or so many scenes where they're just like "Mm, we don't love Dylan we don't think he's the best and it got me thinking about when your partner or you are the partner and the parents don't like you or the parents Mm. don't like your partner and I was like we can do an episode of that so here we are longest intro ever well actually thinking about it I haven't necessarily had a case where a partner hasn't been liked by my parents, but there have definitely been partners in the past where my parents have maybe preferred another partner (laughs) over that one, just from a perspective of compatibility. And I mean, I appreciate my parents looking out for me in that sense because they want someone who's going to be good for me and good to me. Yeah, someone who's compatible with me and makes sense for me to be with and has their shit together. So I think that's really important. So it's all coming from a good place. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it can be kind of tricky being the person who your parents don't really like your partner that much. It can be such a tricky position, particularly when you feel really confident about your partner and you know that your parents are only seeing a certain side of them and maybe that's why they're – they form that opinion. But I think at the same time, I think depending on your relationship with your family or friends or whoever it is that doesn't like your partner, if they really, really know you and they can set their egos aside and genuinely look out for you and there's no ulterior motives at play, then if they don't like your partner, I think it is generally something that you need to pay attention to. I know that's such a hard one. I've been very fortunate enough where my family and my friends haven't disliked a a boyfriend that I've had or a partner that I've had or someone I've been seeing. So I feel like I can't really speak to the idea of 
having to pick between a partner and family, which I think would be oh yeah, it's never gotten that bad for me. So hard. But yeah. I have been on the other side where I've been the girlfriend and my boyfriend's parents don't like me. And mm. it was never said to my face, but upon years of reflection and realizing towards the end of our relationship, I was like, mm. yeah, they. Why, why do I have to try so hard? Like, why is this such an uphill battle? And that really sucks as well to feel like you have to be almost performative with your partner's parents. Like ideally you would want them to love you and accept you and understand why you and their child are together and want Mm. to see you succeed as opposed to being really picky and just generally unsupportive. Do you know why they didn't like you? Like, was there anything in particular that that they were like, oh, I don't like how she behaved in that situation? Or like, was there anything in particular? I mean, I was, I tried so hard to be the perfect girlfriend. And I was also 17, 18 at the time. I was young. It was my first relationship. I was doing everything I could to please them. And I don't think there was a moment where they were like, oh my God, she's the worst. She's so Mm. unhealthy for our, our son. I don't think it was ever that. And if Mm. it was, wow, then I clearly don't know anything. (laughs) But I think they never saw me as good enough. So they were, right. um, They were, he was Italian and full Italian and they were very traditional. And I was, I am, I was going to say, I was not Italian. I am, I am not Italian. Still not Italian. Still not, still (laughs) won't be. That's not my heritage. But I do love (laughs) pasta. So I like, where do we go with that? Honorary Italian? Honorary Italian appreciator? I'm dating an Italian, so like... Italian appreciator. Let's go with that. Italian appreciator. There's... I could dive into a a deep rabbit hole in that that we will not go into. Let's move along. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I think because they were very traditional and I Mm -hmm. was a year younger, which at 17, 18, 19 makes a big difference. I was still in high school. He was graduating. He was looking at university options and had a very bright future ahead of him. And I'm sure he still does. He was very academic, Mm -hmm. also came from a very privileged family. So he had a lot of opportunity. Mm. And I think they almost resented me from this fact that I was, I don't know, holding him back or Mm. because I wasn't Italian, I was never going to live up to the broad family and the extensive relatives. And I would, I almost felt this, like they felt shame about me. And that I, feels a I bit unfair. I was a bit shit. And I just remember he, I mean, him and I broke up and we both went to uni and did our thing. And I just remember finding out that his girlfriend after me was Italian and they dated for like a good five, six years. And I could mm. just get this sense. And look, I don't know her. I didn't, I haven't spoken to him since we broke up. This is like 10 years ago, seven mm. years ago. But I could just tell seeing photos would pop up here and there, like tagged things on my Facebook. And she would just be at every family event. She would mm. hang out with his sister. Like I could just tell that she was welcome to that family. And I mm. was never turned away from the family. I was always at birthdays or dinners. I was invited over and, you know, would be polite and have conversation. But it mm-hmm. just never quite felt I could relax. I always like felt you like you were really was, part of the family. Yeah. And I always yeah. felt like I had to really try Whereas with mm. my boyfriend's family, it's been easy since day dot. I've never had Ugh. to try. It just kind of feels comfortable. And with this, yeah. it just almost felt like I was an outsider. I was auditioning to be part of this world and it was awful. That sucks. And that's shit as well because it's not like it's anything that you've said or done and it's not like it's a quality that you have or, you know, some situation that they feel that you could have handled better 
because those are things that you can work on or I mean even if it's just a part of your personality that they didn't like but like you can't control if you're Italian or not no (laughs) (laughs) I don't know it's it's weird because for a when I was younger for a while I thought was it my fault that I didn't fit in was I not Mm. saying the right things was I not academic enough or prim and proper was was it because I wasn't religious Mm. and I, I always had this idea of oh it's my fault I'm to blame but there's not always going to be someone to blame or yeah. something that caused the blame. Sometimes you just don't like someone or sometimes you can just tell that they're not quite the right fit. Yeah, well, it's an interesting question as well if they subconsciously, I mean, obviously you guys broke up for whatever reason it was that you broke up. So on some remember. level you guys weren't right for each other. Yeah. So I don't know if it was maybe they picked up on that, but it sounds like that's not the case. It sounds like they just had a certain idea in their head of the type of person that they wanted their son to be with and you didn't fit that. And so it they almost, were putting unfair expectations onto you. It almost seems like they didn't want him dating anyone because I think they mm. had – almost like a fixed plan of what he was going to do, where he was going to go, take over the world. Like, I will agree. He was a – well, I mean, he's not dead. He was. He still is a, <laughs> from my understanding, a super smart, successful person. And I think he studied law or something. Mm. I don't know. He, like, was great, very smart, very intelligent, like, yeah. good. And I think Guy almost came in and was like, oh, my God, she's a distraction. She's going to stop right. him from doing things. She's going to hold him back. And it's just like – it's almost like I was just screwed from the get-go. Just I had no chance. Mm, yeah, and that sucks to feel like you're starting already not on a level playing field right? and you're starting from 50 metres behind in a 100-metre race and everyone's 50 metres <laughs> ahead of you so they've got less to run. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, I think in those cases, there's not really a lot that you can do. And I think there are just those families where their parents have a really rigid idea I guess of what they want for their child yeah and they're not really comfortable in adjusting that or going into a situation of meeting their child's partner with an open mind and getting to know them as a person and they immediately just put expectations and judgments onto that person and it's unfair because it's nothing that you've done it's just what I'm you sorry, look I'm like or what your background is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was not born Italian. Like, forgive me for being Asian and South African, okay? Yeah. And to be honest, I think there's a lot of parents as well who probably have or think they have or should have way too much control over their kids' lives oh, as yeah. well. Like, I can fully empathise and understand the want for your child to succeed and be with someone who you know, brings out the best in them and is right for them and everything. But at the same time, you've got to leave it up to your kid. Yeah. There's only so much that you can really do at the end of the day. And, you know, people can manage relationships and studying at the same time and also having jobs. Mm. So it is definitely possible. But I do also see it from the perspective of no distractions, he needs to focus and blah, blah, blah. But it's unfair to you. It was not fun. And at 17, I was like, I don't know how to approach this. And I think if I had to give advice to baby me or to someone that's going through this, I think my biggest tip, and this is probably the most common advice that Stella and I give for anything, is communication. I wish at the time I'd had the guts and the courage to go to my boyfriend at the time and be like, hey, I don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable. Hey, I don't feel welcomed or any of that. 
as opposed to just internalizing a lot of the anxiety sort of mm. fester and just not say a word. So on that note, did your partner or did your boyfriend at the time ever sense that there was a little bit of animosity towards you and stick up for you in situations? Oh, God, I'm, I'm really tapping into the memories here to try and think <laughs> about this. From memory, I don't remember there being a certain situation where I was uninvited or specifically right. like called out for something. I don't think it was anything that overt. I think it was more just mm-hmm. this growing sense the longer our relationship went on, the more I felt sort right. of out of place. Right. And maybe that was part of the relationship as well. And I vaguely remember maybe having a conversation here or there being like, oh, I find it really intimidating or really hard or mm. why was I not invited to this family birthday? Like some things and I guess at the time I I thought maybe it was anxiety and I, mm. he was a very nice person. I remember him being reassuring but I don't think either of us realised the intensity of it or right. I don't think he saw it as a problem, right. if that makes sense. I think it was yeah. more of an issue to me. Right. And so I think what was good is that he would, I guess – stand up for me or support me and be a good partner and wouldn't necessarily side with his parents against mm. me. That's like the biggest red flag. Oh, huge. God, yeah. But I don't remember it being that divided. I just mm. remember – I just vividly remember just not being invited to certain family things that mm. I would have thought a partner would be invited to and it's starting to show being like, oh, do they feel like embarrassed yeah. by me? Do they not want to be associated with me as – their son's girlfriend, like Mm. it started to grow into that and snowball. Well, that's the tricky thing as well in terms of your partner being in the middle because obviously they love their family and have history with their family. But if they're in a relationship with you, then there's obviously something that they see in you as well. So it's a really terrible position for someone to be put into and Mm. feel like they have to constantly defend their partner to their family and friends. But I think it's kind of your responsibility if you are in a relationship with someone to be on your partner's side sometimes and stick up for them, particularly if it's one of those cases where there's nothing that they've said or done, there's just a bit of prejudice there for no reason or for other reasons that aren't related to the situation or something that's specifically happened. And you sort of need to play that middleman role a bit sometimes, as terrible as that may be. Oh, yeah, totally. Not not an easy situation, especially being starting on the, what, the wrong foot or whatever the saying is. Just, yeah, it was bad from the get-go looking at it and in hindsight, I just didn't have a chance basically. Like, they were lovely and really nice to me. But, yeah, I I can just see I was set set up to fail. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, not a good time. So, I mean, looking looking back at my relationships, I've had like five or six relationships and this is the only time this has happened and it hasn't happened to you and you've been in a handful no. of relationships. So I beg the question, is this sort of a, a one in a million thing or do you think it's like common and you and I have just not had that many experiences with them and I guess being lucky to not have that as much? Yeah, well, I mean... I can't speak for everyone, but I'm a delight, so parents love me. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. You're the kindest person ever. So nice. No, I love you. I don't know. I I feel like it would be pretty common to have parents not like their kid's partner, and 
not even because it's anything to do with the partner themselves. Like in your case, it has nothing to do with who you were as a person or how you held yourself. It was just preconceived notions around the type of person that they wanted their son to be yeah. with. And that was kind of it from the sounds of it. Yeah. So I feel like it would be pretty common because I think a lot of parents are probably a little bit too involved in their kids' loves lo- love lives, <laughs> as unfortunate as that may be. Yeah. yeah. And I know it all comes from a good place because they're just looking out for, for their sure. kid and want them to be happy and taken care of and be with someone who's right for them. But I think people can put their expectations of what or who someone should be with onto that person rather than just accepting that they will do what's right for them. And if they make mistakes sometimes, you can say something and try and give them a heads up. But at the end of the Mm. day, they've still got to go through that situation and learn for themselves. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if it's almost a generational thing. And this is nothing... It could be. I say this cautiously because I'm not trying to offend anyone of our parents' generation, but it's just they have... They grew up in a different era and I think arranged marriages and being set up with your parents' friends' son or next-door neighbour or something was a little bit more common. Maybe that has something to do with we have a lot more accessibility to internet dating Mm. and going out to bars and moving overseas. Like, that's a lot more common these days. I don't know. And maybe they're just accustomed or used to this idea of – Their parents had a really strong influence maybe in who Mm. they married or ended up with, you know, even goes back to this idea of asking permission to marry Mm. a daughter or whatever, at least back in the day. And I wonder if it's just it was a little bit more socially acceptable or ingrained than it is today, but maybe I'm just getting too philosophical. No, I mean, quite possibly that is a factor that comes into play even just a bit in those sorts of situations Mm. because you're totally right. I think there was more involvement of the family and the parents in particular back in the day, a generation, two generations ago, that there is still probably that residual sense of tradition and Mm. the parents do need to be at least somewhat involved and need to approve of the partner and I think even in our generation as well a lot of people actually do seek their parents approval and their friends approval because it is important I think at the end of the day to have those who you love most get along with each other and like each other oh yeah life is so much easier that my friends and my parents absolutely love my boyfriend like I I think I'd be very miserable or at least be very on the fence if they were like, oh, yeah, he's he's mm. okay. Whereas, like, oh, my God, when do we get to hang out with him? When's he coming? What's he doing? And it just makes a lot of life just flow a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. And I think when it comes to my past experiences with this as well, mm. my friends expressing that, you know, there were certain things that my partner had done that they didn't really like or there was always just a bit of an off vibe or sometimes in some situations a bit of an off vibe. I think they were just looking out for me, which I really appreciated. And in hindsight, we weren't right for each other. And so I'm glad in a sense that they did pick up on that because Mm. he wasn't right for me and it didn't work out in the end. But had it been coming from a place of they just had these preconceived notions about who they expected me to be with and he didn't fit into that but was actually really good for me, then I think that would be a different situation. Yeah, that is a 
I think almost a, a lot harder. And I think why a lot of people end up having strained relationships with their parents because the mm. heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. Unfortunately or fortunately, it does. It does. So for anyone going through this right now, either your parents don't like your partner or your partner's parents don't like you, what advice would you have, Rosie? I think the first step is instead of letting it spiral in your own mind is opening up to your partner and having that conversation and probably speaking to your closest friends as well. Go to your Mm. sounding board, go to the people that you trust the most in your inner circle and just flesh out, is this rational? Is it reasonable? Mm -hmm. Are there legitimate reasons or signs that could point to having the situation? Mm. Once you've worked that out, then I think it needs to be a reasonable plan of attack because these things can be fixed or mended or worked on. Mm. Relationships can be saved or built and developed and strengthened over the time but it needs to come from a place where you and your partner both need to be aware of the situation what you're mm-hmm. both feeling and then you need to find a way to tackle it in a and in an approach that works for you and doesn't offend yeah. the parents or doesn't offend your partner if that ends up being an argument and a screaming match and denial and your partner saying you're I guess going from the perspective of your partner's parents don't like you from a situation I was in. If they're saying, no, how dare you say that about my parents? They would love you. You're just lying. It's made up. I think you need to leave. I think you can probably do better and you deserve to be welcomed into a family. Um, So just use your, your, what's the word, brain? No, that's not the word, reason. (laughs) Far out. Common sense. Common sense. Far out. Okay, that's me done. What yeah. about you? What's your advice? I mean, I don't really think I have anything to add. I think that pretty much sums it up. But if you are with someone who invalidates your feelings when you express to them, I don't think your parents like me and I don't know what to do and I need your help because I feel like I'm constantly being beaten down and your partner doesn't support you in that and just shrugs off your feelings, then I think that's probably something to be concerned about. And if you're in that position where your partner has come to you and said, I don't think your family like me or I don't think your friends like me and you've just gone, oh, don't be ridiculous, it's all in your head, you know, rah, 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 and invalidated their feelings, I think you need to maybe take a bit of a second look at that and think think about why they have brought that up with you. Is it just their perception of the situation and their interpretation of the situation in interactions leads them to believe that, but that's not actually accurate, in which case Mm. what needs to be done to set things straight and make sure that everyone does feel supported? Or is there actually something to their concerns, in which case what do you need to do as their partner to bridge that gap a bit and help them feel supported, but also to put your parents' or friends' minds at ease. Yeah. Amazing advice. You're so wise. Well, on that note, I think that's all we have time for today. As always, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to head over to our socials and we can continue the conversation over there. Slide into our DMs if you want. You can also slide into our email inbox because we do have an email address. So if you need advice on anything, if you have any topics you want us to cover in the future, by all means, send them through. We'd love to hear from you. And don't remember. And don't Don't forget. Don't remember. Don't remember. (laughs) Oh, God. 
Please remember, <laughs> don't forget, there we go, to rate, review, subscribe and share. It means the absolute world to us. And if you've made it this far, big thanks to you guys. So come along with us as we talk about the areas of life that might not always have a one-size-fits-all approach on It's a Definite Maybe. We'll see you next week. Bye.